Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. A woman is struck and killed in South County walking along a highway this morning where it happened on I-55. It's a horrific loss to anybody, to the community, to her family, just to anybody in the town. A 24-year-old woman shot and killed over the weekend by her boyfriend. How the new baiting community is honoring her memory. And bills to help the homeless in St. Louis City stall the disagreement between city officials. Plus, the results are in after St. Louis County's special elections. What voters decided on several issues, including Manchester's plan to annex part of St. Louis. Good morning, everybody. It is Wednesday, November 8th. You are watching The Power of Two at 6 a.m. I'm John Pertzborn. I'm Blair Lede. We're going to take a live look now at our Together Credit Union roof cam. And Angela can tell you exactly what we're looking at right Venus? here. Because Venus? I won't try to guess. <laughs> <laughs> you got, so the moon on top and the Venus, and that's planet Venus just down below. The morning star, as it's often called, of course, not a star, uh, but a planet. Uh, in the spring, and it'll shift back to being in the evening sky, but right now it's in the morning. Those two will literally be on top of each other at this time tomorrow morning. Okay. So. I thought Blair was the morning star. She's the morning star at Fox 2. Oh, all right, okay. right y'all, yeah. stop playing this, these games. <laughs> <laughs> Skies are mostly clear as we get the morning started. We got that great view of the stars and planets. Orion also really easy to pick out in the nighttime sky right now. But temperatures are very, very warm, 65 degrees. We're watching for some spots of fog, not seeing anything too bad right now, but we'll keep an eye out, especially in those river valleys. We are headed all the way up to about 82 degrees for a high this afternoon. That would set, or actually it should say, excuse me, tie a record high for this date. After a sunny start, clouds will increase later on this afternoon, but a cold front doesn't come through till later on tonight, so rain chances are minimal at best. We'll show you a future cast, talk about that slight chance of rain and our cool down. It's on the way coming up in just a couple of minutes. Amelia. Okay, thank you so much, Angela. And we are looking really good still across the metro. Kind of sound like a broken record a little bit because we've had no traffic incidents all morning. Great start to our Wednesday. Getting out the door and seeing what St. Charles County is looking like. 70 moving really well in both directions. But as we all know, in the eastbound direction, that's going to see the, uh, the most cars. So the heavier volume of traffic. And this is so the eastbound direction. But as you can see, everything is moving. Just be aware of some of that construction near Cape Springs and Zumbel. Overall, we are pretty good. Blair and John. All right, thanks so much, Amelia. Well, a woman is dead. She was struck and killed this morning on I-55 in South St. Louis County. Yeah, the power of twos, Chris Ringier has been talking to authorities. He is live this morning in South County. Chris, what have you learned so far? Blair and John, information is still limited at this hour, but we do have some details. We are just off I-55 at Lindbergh here in South County. All of this unfolding in the general area on the highway behind us here. Everything is back to normal now. Traffic moving smoothly. Much different scene, though, overnight. Take a look at some video from earlier overnight when there were a lot of police in this area. This all happened about midnight. Authorities told me an adult female was hit on I-55 here by a car and that she was killed 
in that incident. We don't know a name or age of the victim just yet, nor do we know the details surrounding what exactly led to this horrible event. We do know that I-55 South in this area was shut down for a while overnight as authorities investigated what happened. The Missouri Highway Patrol is heading up the investigation into this incident. St. Louis County Police was assisting on the scene here, but the Highway Patrol now in charge of the investigation. We have reached out to the patrol to try and find out more details on what exactly happened here. We will, of course, bring those to you as soon as we find out a more complete report from the Highway Patrol on this fatal pedestrian hit on the highway here in South County. For now, live in South County, I'm Chris Fournier. Thank you, Chris. 603 right now. Well, there are two investigations happening in the metro involving burned crime scenes. The latest unfolded in North St. Louis County just after two yesterday afternoon. A man was found dead near Columbia Bottom Road. The area detectives investigated was burned, but they have not said if the person who died was burned. Now, this comes after someone was found uh, a burned body near Oregon Avenue in South St. Louis around 2 o'clock yesterday morning. City and county police have not given any indication that these two cases are connected. St. Louis City is on track for its biggest drop in homicides compared to the previous year in about 90 years. According to our partners at The Post, homicides in the city remained down about 20% from last year. As of Monday, the city responded to 139 homicides this year, according to the department's weekly report. This time last year, the number was already at 173. Aggravated assaults, robberies, and burglaries are also down. Chief Robert Tracy says he is confident the department's layered crime strategies will continue to bring on promising results. New Baden, Illinois, mourns the loss of 24-year-old Alexis Mackey. She was shot and killed Saturday. Police have charged Emmett Metzger with her murder. Neighbors say Metzger was her boyfriend and lived in the apartment where she was shot. They say he later walked across the street after the shooting and turned himself into the police department. Friends of Mackey say that uh, she was full of life and was selfless and loved animals. It's a horrific loss to anybody, to the community, to her family, just to anybody in the town that, you know, I mean, we're a very small town and we come together for everything and just it's, it's, it's been gut-wrenching, it really has, just to everybody here. Mackie was about to graduate from a radiology program. She also attended bar. 605 plans to transform the city's approach to caring for the homeless have hit a roadblock. This is St. Louis City. Bob Two's Laura Simon is live in downtown with the very latest information. And Laura, what's happening here? Well, Blair, uh, legislation uh, essentially addressing the city's homeless issue all came about following that drama surrounding the homeless encampment that was set out here on the lawn of City Hall. And so city leaders have been trying to come up with other solutions to addressing the homeless problem in the city. And a committee did meet here at City Hall yesterday to briefly discuss ARPA funding and the homeless population. But it seems like a lot of these plans have been tabled. But according to our partners at the 
the Post-Dispatch this morning, Alderwoman Alicia Saunier has canceled a crucial hearing on her proposed bills, announcing that they're going to be pulled from consideration for now. She is determined to collaborate with other officials to draft up some new bills that can garner more support. The efforts to overhaul the city's approach to caring for the unhoused happened after a homeless encampment developed on the front lawn of City Hall back in September. You will remember it was removed and then it reformed in front of the St. Louis Municipal Court building. Sonia and Aldermanic President Megan Green wanted to end what they saw as the city's cruel bulldozing of tent encampments, boost shelter space in the city, and inaugurate a more humane and effective policy towards some of the city's most vulnerable people. But the bills sparked division and criticism, even with progressive Democrats. The bills would have made it so new shelters would not have to get approval of nearby residents before opening up. They also would have required a month's notice before clearing a homeless encampment and also set up city-run camps with essential services like bathrooms and 24-hour security. Several aldermen, along with Mayor Tashara Jones, questioned if those bills were feasible, cost-efficient, or even legal. And Ann Schweitzer on the Housing, Urban Development, and Zoning Committee briefly asked yesterday about allocating ARPA funds for the safe encampments, and here's what Sonia's response was shortly after. I'm glad we're not taking a vote today, and I think, you know, maybe the administration taking a look and talking to us about what they're thinking in terms of the next six months to a year so that we can have more of a holistic plan rather than, you know, piece by piece, one by one, which doesn't help us to see the full picture as we're making decisions. And Sonia says addressing the city's homeless issue is not dead. Her and Aldermanic President Megan Green are working together to come up with a more long-term solution. Reporting live downtown outside City Hall this morning, I'm Laura Simon. Looking at some of the election results in the St. Louis County, voters turned down a proposal for Manchester to annex about two square miles of unincorporated St. Louis County. Voters in both Manchester and in that section of St. Louis County had to approve the annexation in order for it to pass. 80% of voters in Manchester approved it, but 78% of St. Louis County voters rejected the proposal. Um, City of Manchester argued taxes are why St. Louis County opposed the annexation. Some people say they were worried their property value would decrease if the proposal passed. Voters in three more cities choose to add a 3% sales tax on recreational marijuana. Those measures were approved by voters in St. Charles, Arnold, and St. John. Meanwhile, voters in the Rockwood School District, they approved a shift in property taxes. The taxes will now go to school district operations instead of reducing the district's debts. The amount of taxes charged to homeowners did not change. Well, a trademark lawsuit against St. Louis chain Mission Taco Joint ends with a settlement. According to the Post-Dispatch, Mission Foods, which is based out of Texas, it's a tortilla and chip manufacturer, was suing Mission Taco Joint for trademark infringement. Gruma, the parent company of Mission Foods, says the word mission distinctively signifies their products and Mission Taco Joint's use of the word is deceptive. Gruma asked the court to bar Mission Taco Joint from using the word mission and opening new restaurants, including one slated for town and country. The terms of the agreement were not disclosed, and the lawsuit is expected to be dismissed within 60 days.
610 is your time. Well, United Auto Workers at the General Motors in Wentzville, they're going to learn about the terms of their new contract today. Local 2250 is having three informational meetings to talk about the national agreement between UAW and GM. A memo sent to members says international representatives will be there to explain the terms and answer any questions they might have. The memo says dates and times for voting on the national agreement will be announced at a later date.